0: Tom Adams here, contributor and Twitter Meister for Bavarian Football Works. Very happy to be back on Bavarian Podcast Works today to do a little review of Bayer Leverkusen, who finished fourth in the table last season with a total of 58 points. Going to take a look at an important match from the Hinrunde, an important match from the Rückrunde, highlight a player to watch for next season, and then lastly, make a prediction for where exactly they will finish in the 2019-2020 Campaign. So without further ado, let's get into it. As far as matches to watch uh, this season for Bayer Leverkusen, the first one I had highlighted for the Hinrunda was their September 14th encounter uh, with Borussia Dortmund at the Vestfallen Stadion. Um, I think that this is their first real uh, legitimate test of this season. Uh, they open up at home to Paderborn, followed by a trip. Uh, to Fortuna Dusseldorf, followed by a home encounter with Hoffenheim, um, and then the away match against Dortmund. Um, and then this match obviously um, has some subplots to it. Obviously, this will be another return to uh, Dortmund uh, for Leverkusen manager, manager um, Petter Bosch, who obviously spent the 2017 2018 season uh, as Dortmund's head coach. Um, didn't exactly cover himself in glory with uh, Dortmund's Ruckerunde that year having a bit of a collapse and virtually handing Bayern the title uh, that season under Jupp Heynckes. Um, Not only that, this will be the first time uh, Julian Brandt, if he is in fact in the lineup, this will be the first time he's playing against his former club, Bayer Leverkusen, since making the switch uh, to Dortmund during this summer's uh, transfer window. And again, so this, so much of Bayer Leverkusen's, I don't want to say demise, because they ultimately did wind up finishing 4th, But so much of their season was uh, playing catch-up for such a poor start uh, when Heiko Herrlich was still at the helm before he got axed um, at the end of December. I believe they had gone, uh, their opening six matches, only winning on two occasions. Uh, Yeah, Just looking back, they had a 2-0 loss against Mönchengladbach, 3-1 loss to um, Wolfsburg, obviously the 3-1 loss uh, to Bayern at the Allianz Arena. 4-2 loss um, to Dortmund early on last season. So I think, again, with with this match, um, as I said, going over the first couple of fixtures for uh, the Hinrunde for Leverkusen this season, this is the first real test they are going to have on paper. They should be beating Paderborn. They should be beating uh, Fortuna Dusseldorf even though uh, Dusseldorf have really proven to be a team that's a real thorn in the side for some of the teams in the upper half of the table. And Hoffenheim, again, is another team they should beat as well. But again, Dortmund, this is the, uh, the one fixture that Leverkusen are certainly highlighting um, in the opening part of their campaign, especially coming so early on. When you do want to climb the table uh, and finish higher than you did uh, last season, you have to beat or get points off of, I should say, the teams that are ahead of you And obviously this is going to be their first chance uh, to do so in the Hinrunde. And for their significant fixture in the Rukrunde, I had highlighted their, um, I believe it's February 29th encounter with uh, RB Leipzig at the Red Bull Arena. And one of the reasons I chose this is just because Leipzig are one of the teams that really gave Leverkusen um, quite a bit of trouble last season between the two occasions where they faced each other in the league. Uh, Leipzig came out winners 4-2 in the Rukrunda and 3-0 in the Hinrunda. I think we all remember that 4-2 game where Cunha had that spectacular uh, chip goal after he had done one of the uh, Zidane uh, roulette moves around, uh, I believe it was Wendell over Jonathan Tah, and then chipped it over um, the the Leverkusen keeper. And uh, Kai Havertz also had a brace in that game. He had that really nice volley. Uh, that penalty, but um, Leverkusen had blown um, one goal leads on two separate occasions. And Leipzig are, I believe, one of the only teams that had the highest um, aggregation of goal difference over Leverkusen, obviously uh, plus five for Leipzig and uh, negative five for uh, Leverkusen having conceded seven goals between the two matches and only scoring twice. Um, obviously, it is going to be a, uh, a bit of a new look. Leipzig with Julian Nagelsmann at the helm at the helm and uh, Ralph Ranić stepping down um, but again I think it's going to be one of those tests it's a couple weeks into the Rook Runda, so by this point we'll have far better of an idea of how Leverkusen's season is going and just two weeks before that they do face uh, they have that home tie against Dortmund and matches against Union Berlin uh, and Augsburg in between these two encounters so if they're able to come out um, with a positive amount of points to start the Rook Ronda. These are two fixtures, uh, again, against Dortmund and Leipzig that are going to be so, so important for their push uh, towards the end of the season. And hopefully uh, for Petter Bosch um, and his men, RB Leipzig is a team that they can wind up getting a little bit of revenge for for last season because they were just uh, severely outplayed and outclassed by them in the uh, the two matches from the 2018-2019 season. Um, so those are the matches that I really highlighted to look at um, for their season obviously it's going to be a bit of a new look Leverkusen without Julian Brandt in the side and uh, Demirabi coming in from uh, Hoffenheim so I'm really looking forward to see that and now it's uh, time to look at a player uh, to watch for next season they've obviously lost a significant creative versatile presence in the midfield in Julian Brandt going to Borussia Dortmund So I really, really am curious to see how a guy like Jonathan Ta will be doing next season. I think that as the season went on last year, he really started to step up and kind of demand himself as one of the leaders, not only of Leverkusen's backline, but of Leverkusen's squad as a whole. And without uh, a presence like Brandt up front, you know, a lot is going to be relied on Kevin Fallon, Rabi, Aaron Geese, guys like that, Musa Diaby. Who they brought in from PSG, uh, Kareem Demarabi, who they brought in from Hoffenheim, um, you know. But I think a lot of the play starts from the back, and I really would like to see a young defender like Jonathan Tah, you know, string together positive performances and be continue to be a solid rock uh, at the back for Leverkusen, especially after seeing him, you know, get a shout with uh, Demancheft, you know, starting alongside Nicolas Sula in. Germany's first of two Euro 2020 qualifiers just a couple of months ago. I really would love to see him be in the fray for uh, Schaft continuously. Um, I think that he can really move on to be you know, a future captain of Leverkusen if he does stay there long-term. Um, and regardless of maybe if he goes somewhere else, he can continue to be a solid presence back there. So he is my guy to watch for next season. I really want to see some consistency from him. Would really love to see Leverkusen Um, Stop conceding so many goals and making silly errors at the back as they had done so much in the beginning part of the season. And I really think that um, he's one of the guys that can make that difference. As far as predictions for next season, it obviously hurts them losing a guy like Brent. Um, And a lot of them finishing in fourth was kind of them rebounding their season in the Rook Runda as well as some of the teams around them um, just getting some terrible results in the Rook-Runde, which in Gladbach, Frankfurt uh, were kind of fatigued with how far they went in the Europa League. Uh, so I think Frankfurt didn't, quite honestly did Leverkusen and, and everyone else around him in the standings quite a few favors. But with that said, I do think it will be very difficult for Leverkusen to replicate a fourth-place finish, especially losing a guy like Brandt and only getting a replacement like Musa Diaby from PSG, who... Not a lot of us know too too much about. He's Not really a guy who played a lot uh, for the Parisians. So with that said, I'm gonna say Leverkusen maybe sneak into a European spot. I'm gonna say I'm gonna be bold and say that they are going to finish in sixth place next sixth place next season. I just think Bayern will obviously be up there. Dortmund have strengthened so much. Leipzig have done a great job in this transfer window, getting a lot of young and exciting talents, especially in the attacking third. Uh, I just I don't see Lever- Leverkusen doing any better than, than 6. So I think that is where they are going to finish. Um, that is all I have for Leverkusen. I will be back for another review for another team. Until then, make sure you keep your eyes peeled on Twitter, at Bavarian Football Works. I'm usually always the one behind the tweets, especially during the games, doing the live tweets. I hardly ever use my personal hander, handle, excuse me, but see, I, it's so rare that I use it. I can't even say the word right. I can't even say handle. But anyways, it's at Tommy Adams 71 If you'd like to find me there, maybe I will pop in every once in a blue moon and do something from there. Uh, but until next time, uh, if we